Well, hello everyone. How are you? My name is Caitlin Michaels, and you are listening to the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you to everyone who um, sent in a review this week. I got one yesterday that like brought me to tears. So um, if you want to go check it out, um, actually, I'm going to read it to you because it was so beautiful. And where is it here? So it was from Disappointed Tuda Max. Everything from Miss Caitlin's comforting and soothing voice to the subject matter of each podcast episode and everything in between is an absolute gift. I'm so grateful that a friend told me about this podcast. Caitlin has the God-given talent to share her heart and help people feel safe. I'm really glad she exists and that she is who she is. I wish I could put into words how grateful I am that she exists. Five out of five, I wholeheartedly recommend this podcast to anyone and everyone reading this. Pick an episode that sounds interesting to you and dive in. Wow, that is... Um, humbling. So thank you, Mr. Disappointed to the max. <laughs> um, I'm sending you all my love and thanks to everyone else who has written in a review over the last few weeks and months. Today is my, like, I call it my official one year anniversary of the podcast. I started technically my first episode aired in February, but then I took two months off and aired my second episode, um, in April or beginning of April. And so this is technically my 50th episode and I took two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's. And so, yeah, happy one year anniversary to the podcast. Happy one year anniversary to all of you listening. The show has grown so much over the last year. Last, I think last April I had like 197 listens and uh, this, this April or well, this March, I'm already up to 6,000. So thank you so much to everyone who has been tuning in, everyone who continues to tune in. It warms my heart that you guys are still with me and I can't thank you enough for your support. And I'm just, yeah, honored to be a small part of your journey. So thank you. If you want to join up with us in our private Facebook group, feel free to join me there. It's Mind Body Masters. If you weren't aware already, I always put links in show notes and yeah, sending you all my love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been an amazing, amazing year. So today, I'm going to offer you a message that came through in my own mind um, to offer you guys today. And it's a message that you've probably heard many times before, but I think you need to hear it again because perhaps you didn't listen the first time and that's okay. We all, we're all human here. So the title of the episode, I haven't written it yet, but I think it's going to be, you're probably trying too hard. You're probably trying too, too hard. In order to, let's say, heal a wound, you got to stop poking at it all the time. In order to make a muddy bowl of water clear, you have to stop shaking it up all the time. You have to let it settle. And if you're listening to this, you're probably someone who identifies with the classic overachiever personality. You're probably a perfectionist. You might be a people pleaser. And, and you might also identify with the good girl, good boy personality. 
And that personality is likely attached to a pattern that developed very early on in your childhood. Because most of us were all praised for obedient behavior, for non-spontaneous behavior. And we were likewise punished for behavior that didn't suit the adults in our lives. So overachieving and good girl, good boy behavior runs deep for a lot of us. And in my opinion, that is the biggest personality trait that ends up thwarting our progress toward our liberation from symptoms. So if you're one of these people, you might have been one of the ones who read Healing Back Pain and asked the question at the end of the book that went something like this. Okay, well, what do I do? What can I do? What can I, what process can I follow? What step-by-step program can I take to get the hell out of this pain? The self-help industry is booming right now. It's subtly feeding into this culture of perfectionism. We are all trying desperately to fix ourselves. And I'm guilty of it too. I get books in the mail every like four days. I'm constantly buying courses. I'm taking classes. I'm working toward my own enlightenment and I'm improving my skill set every single day. But what I'm seeing in the mind body community specifically is a whole lot of efforting and a whole lot of trying too hard to heal, a whole lot of over processing to achieve a result of pain freeness. A whole lot of digging and digging and digging and digging into the past in order to force the body into feeling better. And this in and of itself breeds more stress and more anxiety, which of course can slow our progress. But we still feel like if we don't do it, then maybe things will be even worse. Do you ever feel like the harder you're trying to heal, the more symptoms you feel? Do you ever feel like the more knowledge you gain, the more anxious you get about seeking and absorbing even more, just in case you're missing the one piece of knowledge that will unlock the door to liberation for you? What if you just stop trying so hard? What if you just let go of the structure of journaling and meditating and reading and studying and efforting and just trusted? What if your only task is to let all of this knowledge just sink into your bones as you rediscover your joy and you do the things that you miss doing and you live life as if you were already there because you are already there. When we get injured, our body knows what to do and it mends itself automatically. We don't have to instruct it to send more white blood cells over here. We don't have to send our immune system into action. It does it automatically. We are designed to self-heal on a physical level. But what if we were also designed to self-heal on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level as well? We feel like we have to do all of this processing in order to release our past, but do we really? Do we really have to go relive our trauma in order to release 
physical, emotional, and mental pain? What if the simple knowledge that there is a connection is the only healing insight we need? And the fact that we survived what we survived is the evidence that we are healed from that experience. So I'm going to offer some reasons as to why we don't need to try so hard. Reason number one, the wisdom that you're seeking and the healing that you yearn for is within you already and will emerge in its own time. Learning the wisdom of TMS is learning the wisdom that you are already well. So when we strive and push and process our psyche to be well by investing half of our daily energy into healing techniques, this might not be serving you as well as you think. Part of the good girl, good boy, not enough disease is that we falsely believe that we have to perform and produce and behave within our healing efforts, which can absolutely keep us stuck in healing mode for longer than we need to be. If we're constantly trying to heal, that means we don't believe that we're healed yet. And it's good to know that you are not going to be punished with more pain tomorrow if you don't dig through your past today. On a personal level, I no longer do any sort of processing when I develop pain in my life now. I only scan my recent environment, I scan my life choices, I scan my routines, my obligations, and I examine how am I overextending myself? How am I leaking my energy? And then I allow myself to slow it down. I allow myself to rest. I allow myself to integrate. And I choose self-compassion and kindness. And I don't create a story around why I'm in pain. It's just a visitor. And I let it in. I offer it my love and trust. And that's it. If I choose to do something in the way of emotional work, I'll ask myself, am I doing this in an effort to get rid of discomfort? And if the answer is yes, I wouldn't do it. And if the answer is truly no, and I'm really authentically trying to understand myself more deeply, then maybe I will. But in the past, what I would do is I would strive and strain and journal for hours and meditate for more hours on top of that. And when my pain wouldn't disappear in short enough order, I would then judge myself and wonder what was wrong with me, which as you can imagine, only adds to the reservoir of pressure that led to the symptoms arising in the first place. So my suggestion is this, if you are farther into your healing journey and you're efforting much of the day to do all the right things to get better, perhaps it might be time to stop all of it for a while and just choose to relax about your healing. Because when we constantly feel like there's more processing to do, 
then we get stuck in that loop of I won't be well until I've felt every single feeling that I swallowed as a child. I won't be well until I can see every single thing that my brain perceives as danger. And that striving to figure it all out is stressful. So check in with yourself. Are you simply doing too much to try to fix yourself when there is nothing that needs fixing? Or are you overcommitted or overbusying yourself? Or are you in a state of people pleasing? Or are you efforting too hard to heal? Sometimes what we really need is just space for joy and pleasure and rest and relaxation and integration. You'll often find that within seasons of doing less, of, of doing less work on ourselves, that we can then allow our body the space that it needs for its own inner wisdom to emerge. The second reason we don't need to effort so hard is because when we miss a life lesson, life will always give us a new opportunity to learn it if we missed it the first time around. So if you're someone who might be digging and digging to uncover or remember the one magical repressed emotional experience from your youth that you think you might be missing or forgetting that is linked to your pain, please don't do that anymore. Life will always supply you with new and slightly different situations that will help you move through that lesson or emotion more fully. All we have is the present moment. And so if pain is in your life at the present moment, then life is allowing you to process pain. Maybe when you were a kid, it was emotional pain, but now it's physical and emotional. And here's your opportunity to be with it. The third reason we don't need to try so hard is because our pain won't let us stay off course for long. Pain is our body and brain's way of alerting us to perceive danger, to mental overburdening, or spiritual or emotional misalignment. So if you're someone who is still struggling after what you perceive to be too long of a rendezvous with symptoms, and you identify with doing all the things all day long, journaling, meditation, constant analysis of what the pain means, daily knowledge seeking, frequent attempts to search for healing stories that sound exactly like your symptoms, then you might be pouring way too much of your daily energy into trying to fix yourself in trying to heal that which does not need any healing. And I'm not saying that you stop all of them this second, but I am encouraging you to just evaluate your day-to-day -day and see how much of your life force energy is spent on fixing something that isn't broken. And I think the reason so many of us spend so much time in pain and misery lies in the space between our ego and our true self. Our true self is the one who lies beneath the fears, 
the one who is underneath the defense mechanisms, the one who is underneath our limiting beliefs. Our true self is wise, whole, and deeply connected to the universe at large. And our egos feel separate and alone and our egos rigidly hold on to a particular set of habits and identities in an effort to feel okay in the world. When I'm trying to grow, I'm often caught in ego. I'm trying to grow because I want something. I want peace. I want enlightenment. I want respect or I want my image of myself to look like it's an evolved human being. Sometimes I feel like I need to change something about myself in order to be worthy or good enough. When I'm stuck in ego, I obsess, I strive, and I effort. I compare myself to others, and I become convinced that I'm the least enlightened creature on the planet. And all of this striving and comparing is the gunk that plugs up the works of my own self-healing process. And that's why sometimes it takes longer than I'd like is because I get in my own way. So in order to allow the self-healing process to unfold with its full power, sometimes all we need to do is relax. And I know that sounds too simple to you because we feel like we need an overcomplicated process to get rid of a complicated pain syndrome. But when we stop trying hard to fix, what happens is we can reconnect with the truest parts of ourselves. We regain access to the wisdom and strength that is within us. We begin to trust our bodies again. We begin to trust that our bodies and minds can do whatever they need to do without trying to change what is happening right now. And when we can relax with what is, then the healing that's already present within us can emerge from underneath the fear that is holding it down. So I want you to adopt a few questions into your daily self-inquiry to help you reflect on the decisions and actions of your day. Question number one, what activities am I doing that hold an underlying intention of fixing myself or perfecting myself? Number two, is it possible that right here, right now, I am exactly where and how I need to be to move forward? Number three, what would nourish and nurture me right now? Number four, what would help me relax and feel safe enough to let go of old patterns? And number five, what is my truest self, my inner nature, my inner wisdom trying to tell me right now?
maybe you don't receive any answers right away, but that's okay. In my experience, if we keep asking our body and our minds and our spirits the questions long enough, eventually we'll receive the clarity that we're looking for. It may just take a little longer than we would like. The process of relaxing into our own body's transformation isn't always easy. Knowing that your body is perfectly healed doesn't mean that you'll never fall back into striving and obsessing sometimes. In fact, I believe that getting in our own way is an inevitable and enlightening part of the process. And I like to think that my inner wisdom is strong enough that it can handle whatever my inner doubt and uncertainty might throw at it. So whenever I do become aware of the fact that I am efforting again, what I can do is I can simply notice it, maybe laugh at it, and put my hand on my heart and remind myself that I don't need to try so hard. I can return to my self-inquiry questions, I can listen for my own inner wisdom, and then summon my willingness to let go once again. I'm sending you my love, and I'll see you guys next week.